Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Good evening, everybody. This is Terry, live from the Bowls Club, to say what the actual fuck. See you anon. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers and welcome to WTAF of this country podcast number 60 in the Peru Apple podcast TV and film chart. Get in. Uh, Right. I'm here joined by my co-host as ever for the 185th episode. Neil. Hola. I think that's um, Peru. They speak some sort of Spanish there, don't they? No, I have no, I, I have no idea. Well, it's been a while since you've been to Peru, hasn't it? I know, when I went and met Paddington. That's <laughs> it, when you caught Paddington. <laughs> caught him, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are also joined by Patreon Doug, who was just about to take a massive gulp of his drink there. Ooh. Hello, Doug. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. How are we, guys? We're all, all right. All good, Doug. All, We're all good. good. When Pav said just now, you, you're about to take a massive... I, I was really shocked what he was about to say, because <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen. Was, no, no, no. Well, we're yeah, here to do it. A- we're here to do another Top Trumps episode after the little break last week with uh, talking to Jenny Bix. Um, but first... Now, obviously, a few weeks ago now... I don't know how many weeks ago it was, Neil. Uh, was it? Well, that we well, announced that's... that we announced that we're going that that we're that the the podcast is going to be uh, finishing in November three then was it three was yeah it three? About that. I mean the outpouring of grief was um, catastrophic it really Isn't was it? Uh, we had to set up a helpline for all the people <laughs> that were uh, it was like when Robbie left take that it was terrible um, but we did receive this uh, lovely email which I will read for you from Samantha who's been very kind in sending us backstories. Of various oh, characters. Yeah. Uh, she said, Hi guys, hoping you're both well and enjoying the lovely weather. I just wanted to drop you a quick email to say how sad I was to hear that the podcast is coming to an end. As you know, I was late to the party, but the pods quickly became a weekly staple in my life and I have thoroughly enjoyed listening each and every week. 
Thanks to you two, I've been luckily, luckily, I've been lucky enough to have been mentioned a few times, had my narrative essays read out on numerous occasions, and the icing on the cake, having my question answered by BAFTA winner himself, Mr. Charlie Cooper. So should I like to extend my utmost thanks and gratitude to you both? Uh, not only for creating the best podcast ever, bless her heart, but for letting me be part of it. I've had a blast, such fun. Uh, anyway, who's decided this? What about us? What are we going to do? Lol, she says, harvest. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, what are we talking about next? Thank you ever so much, fellas. You guys are fab. Best wishes, as always, Samantha. Oh, well, thank you very um, much, Samantha. Yeah, so we, I mean, again, we don't know what is going to be next. The podcast will still be up. The feed will still be up. And every so often we may jump on and do one every so special, often. But yeah, yeah but the, the regular podcast, the, the the plan is that the regular podcast will finish with the live podcast, which will be recorded at the end of November. And the following week will we'll go out. So I think it's actually the first week of December will be the last episode. So uh, thank you very much, Samantha. That was lovely to hear that um right for last bit of business before we get on with this week's episode uh the scores for shaz shaz um, that seems a while ago doesn't it? now we've never had anything as controversial as as this one i must say uh these are the scores for shaz got range 66 peeper 44 random acts of kindness one <laughs> cockwomble 100 Wow. And having a laugh, 41. So we've never had a a lower random acts of kindness score, and we've never had a 100% for any category, uh, even Martin Mucklow and Peeper. So Cockwomble at 100, 100%. Strong card. I I thought Martin had snuck 110 for Peeper, but maybe that was just me. Oh, I will have to double check that. Because but it, but I, it has, it must have averaged down to, you know, less than that. Wow! It might have been that. Yeah, uh, I think it might have been that when we were talking, and and then maybe um, mm. I will, I will double check that. But yes, so a complete one hundred percent for Cockwomble for Shaz. Who would wow. have thought? Who would have thought it right from the start? Wow! Anyway, on to this week's uh, top trumps. The one and only Rob Robinson, the man of mystery, uh, the man of many legends that charlie uh well i should say uh, uh curtain unveiled during that one particular episode uh who wants to go first with their no i i, I got a feeling that doug's is epic so maybe we should leave doug's to the end yeah I so, think so. I, i'm quite happy uh, i mean I'm... you put the pressure on now well nah. not after the last time because you sort of you 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 came to the party strong with the last yes. time so so i'll i'll do mine first uh, right. it, are, we, are we all sitting comfortably yes okay then i will begin yeah. now we know a lot about rob robinson's past and family with his big uh oh christ what have i done here? <laughs> with his big what <laughs> his, i don't know why i put his uh, big anyway let me start again now we know a lot about rob robinson's past and family with his big bleached white hair and his dirty old land rover filled with flailing arms but one of the biggest mysteries can now be put to rest with the story of Rob Robinson and his shit-stained spider pants, one of J.K. Rowling's lesser-known works. (laughs) Now, Rob had a pair of superhero pants for every day of the week. Batman on Monday, Hulk on Tuesday, Superman on Wednesday, Spider-Man on Thursday, Thor on Friday, The Flash on Saturday, and Iron Man on Sunday. He didn't give a shit about Marvel DC crossovers. 
So it was on that fateful Thursday that Rob donned his favourite web-slinging hero pants, unaware of the drama that was to unfold. And then I couldn't be bothered to actually write the drama, so I just put, he shit himself and threw the pants away, the end. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my story. I, was, I, was really, I, would, I would have wrote a novel. I was really getting yeah. into it, thinking of a backstory, and I thought, no, I'm going to cut it off, just snip it off. And um, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's mine. Only a snippet of his uh, legends, but I was I was sitting back really comfortable. To you were, well, yeah, to I that can then. see you. Yeah, well, yeah. I was ready. I um, I wondered if we we're going to have a Will from in between us asking today. No, so it's a very simple. In the end, he just shit himself and threw him away. Uh, over to you, Neil. Let's hear. Okay, yours. so. <clears throat> Right, this was a tricky one, so let me tell you why. I went to the village to find out more about Rob. I tried to find Curtin, but alas, failed. Saw Kerry on my travels, who had no idea who I was talking about. So walking away from Kerry, I then bumped into Mandy. I asked her if she knew Rob Robinson, only for her to be telling me to fuck off or she'll give me a kick in. Next up, I met the vicar through the village, Uh, Very um, flustered, getting ready for his move, and had no idea again who I was talking about. So thinking of this, I I thought to myself, who should I ask next? And I went back through into the village and bumped into Len. And he's been here forever, so I thought I'd ask him about Rob Robinson. He didn't know who the hell I was on about again, but proceeded to tell me all about another malevolent crow that has moved into his (laughs) locker. Arthur passed by arguing with Len as he uh, walked past. And I shouted him whether he knew Rob Robinson. No was the reply. Anyway, I've got to go. I've got an appointment um, and shot away uh, promptly. Finally, I did find Curtin, who said he still works at the garage, but he mustache as he has to catch the 51 bus to Matalan. But he did give me some clues on how to score him, which I will do later for you. That's all I can wow. find about him. I mean, that was like the Avengers of this country. Everybody was involved <laughs> in that one. Well, you've got to ask. You've got to ask. You have. Okay, here we go then. Drum roll. I can never I'll do that proper thing. <laughs> right then, Doug. Um, so, yeah, I, I've gone with a slightly different angle. So uh, I might get disqualified straight away. So rather because we hear his backstory a lot, the tales of Rob Robinson, that's, you know, Curtin puts a lot of time into that. So what I've come up with is what happened to him after leaving school. If I Ooh, the lost yeah. years. Yeah. So I, I think he left school about 11 after, and the final straw, I mean, his hair had been turned white uh, by the bog washing from Kerry and Curtin. Uh, but he moved to a new school, which was a, a performing arts academy. And because of his bleach, his bleach blonde hair, uh, it was all white. It was, I would say bleach blonde. It was almost grey. It was, it was almost white. Uh, he landed the role as Ursula in a school play of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, as you do. Uh, at the end of the show, after a blinding performance uh, and quite a terrifying one, he received a standing ovation and he took this opportunity to very bravely make a speech on the awareness of the safety of salamanders and how they are an endangered species. So it went down really, really well. You know, it was X-Factor-esque, mic dropping, you know, the, the whole shebang. And uh, it was not, it did not go unnoticed. Several major wildlife activists, uh, it was brought to their attention. They found out about this, who is Rob Robinson, which is what the whole world of salamander activists began to ask. Front covers, you know, he he was the Greta Thunberg of his time. 
except caring about reptiles rather than, well, the planet. <laughs> um, it was a good PR stunt, you know. It has, I know he, he almost made it onto Time magazine. But uh, eventually, like everything, the joke and the novelty just got old. So he was let go. But he never really recovered from this, uh, which is quite sad. But he also never lost his love for salamanders. Uh, he kept researching them and he discovered there's a particularly rare species of them in Brazil. So he's been desperate to find them. So he's been working really hard. He's been saving up for this pilgrimage to go and find these salamanders in Brazil. And he actually booked his flight. He was due to fly on the 23rd of March, 2020. <laughs> All know what happened then. Uh, the final episode of this country. And, and something else pretty rubbish happened as well, I seem to recall. So that's, that's the lot. He's had to cancel his flight, no refund, and he's still waiting. Wow. But now things are sort of freeing up. Do you think he will take his pilgrimage? I, I don't think you can go to Brazil, can you? That must be... I was going to say, at the moment, it's still a hot hot potato. Mm. But he will, uh, he will go. Or, or like, like you said, I'm, I'm sure he'll, you know, might rethink his location. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some amber places on the list with salamanders there. It's yeah. Yeah, Bristol now, Zoo. I was going to say, you just go to yeah. Bristol Zoo, something like that, or Cotswold Wildlife Park. That's where it's just down the road. I but, could have saved up a fortune as well. Yeah, you could have yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be able to get a new broom, wouldn't you, for sweeping the uh, petrol forecourt. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Doug. I feel like his, the, like the empty parts of his story have now been filled in like Lego bricks. Well, this yeah, this is it. He's he's a man of mystery, like you said at the start. So we needed to get to the bottom of this. Mm. Yeah, and I think I think you know you both got uh, gone your other ways. We we've done a mystery and we split up and we've looked for more clues and uh, and we've painted the whole picture. I think. So. Yes, I think that was a job well done, lads. Well yes. done, a job well done. Teamwork. Teamwork, exactly right. So now we need to find out the scores for Rob Robinson. Um, and as much as we know a lot about him, I feel he's a bit of a blank canvas when it comes to his comes to his scores. So it'd be interesting to see whether we all have the same sort of scores or differ a lot. So we'll start off with Got Range. Uh, how handy do we think he is in a fight? Uh, Doug, what's your score? Uh, I actually went 70. I think we don't see it. We don't really see it. But I think when he saw Curtin, he started to remember who he was and his blood started to boil. And if he hadn't bored Curtin to tears, he would have lamped him. So I've gone 70. You know, he's not, not too dangerous. He's not Mandy. But uh, yeah, I think, he's got, um, I think he's got some biceps under that big baggy work top. <laughs> okay. All right then. Neil? Well, like I said, I had to ask advice on this because nobody seemed to know anything. But I was told his range, about 20. So he'll do nothing. Nobody will even notice he stood there until somebody starts taking the piss out of him and then he may flip his lid and just give a little punch here or there. So only a 20. Okay. Um, I've gone lower still. I've gone for 12. Um, I got a feeling that he's he was like bullied so much at school that he's got no fight left in him. I think he's... I, I think when... Curtain came up and started saying to him, you know, don't you re- remember me? He's blanked that whole mm. experience out of his life. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he, he's never going to know who Curtain is because he just, I mean, he's finally got his hair back to a a, a natural colour. He doesn't want to start. If, I'm sure if he re- remembered Curtain, his hair would just go white, like in the space of 10 seconds. And then he'd be a gibbering wreck. 
Yeah. So I, I don't think he's got any fight left in him. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to. Um... I mean, I'm glad. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we don't see Curtin get beaten up. That'd be horrible. But um, it just sounds like, in the grand scheme of things, he probably would have deserved a bit of a kick. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think everybody deserves a, a bit of a comeuppance, yeah, especially in movies. I always hate it. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the that was one of the dang things we've said before. I've said before about. Series three was that, that that Martin never got his actual sort of comeuppance. It just carried on, and I feel like I I yeah. do like I like watching those movies where Biff in Back to the Future finally gets you know his comeuppance. <laughs> or do you know what I mean? The, the bully has to get a comeuppance. I just think yeah. they don't have to. Yeah. If that if that had been a series four, maybe that's something they need to explore. You know, actually, um, yeah, punish punish Martin. Because um, I mean, I guess he, he does get sent down, and you wonder if later in life, after Kerry realizes that you know he's actually a scumbag after all, um, if he'll start to you know have some issues with that. You know, he's not got any backing from Sue anymore. He won't be able to get Kerry to help him out. He, he's lost that little bit of privilege that he had over the two of them. Mm. But you just you can yes, I think I think you're right. If you imagine Martin just wouldn't care. Um, I mean, if you look at it, he managed want, to wait. Want spice. No, he wangled his way back into Kerry's home and then he's off spending the night with Sandra. I know this we shouldn't be talking about Martin, but it just shows <laughs> you that it, it doesn't matter to him. And I'm sure now that he's done his time, him going round saying, Yeah, yeah, I did a bit of time. I did a bit of porridge. It just yeah. it just makes him seem harder than he is, you know? It sounds like it was on his bucket list, doesn't it? You exactly. Know? Exactly. He'll he'll wear it like it's a badge of honor. Mm. You know, and he can he can elaborate on you know he might what was it six months that he did or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did like five yeah. years, and it was for like murder and yeah, or, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just gonna. Um, but anyway, back to Rob Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say on that is is curtains come up and it's the fact that he walks you know absolutely miles with with the crew, and because he, he says you know how are we gonna get home from here? So it's obviously wherever Rob Robinson is, it's quite clearly not on the fifty one bus route. Yeah, uh, he does. He, he spends an entire episode so excited about uh, yeah. Rob Robinson, and then almost you feel like the comeuppance is the bit of disappointment that he's just got, you know, nothing about him. Yeah, and I also think it's, I think that that's a good point because I think the comeuppance is the fact that he obviously did bully him at school, and yet Rob Robinson has no idea who he is. Mm. He's, yeah. he's he's made that, or you know, whether he's hidden it away in his mind or he just doesn't remember him that yeah. must be worse than being his mate now it's the fact that as a bully he made you made that less of an impact on someone that they cannot even remember who you are so mm. that yeah. is a comeuppance that is you know that is a bully comeuppance so yeah if, if well, there's one, what saying if, if there's one thing that's worse than being talked about not being talked it's about exactly exactly yeah Oscar Wilde said that, didn't he, Neil? Was that Oscar Wilde? Either Oscar Wilde or um, Jim so. Davidson. Yeah, or Lenny I've, Bennett. I've got to admit, I, I, I know Oscar Wilde said it because of the Alan Partridge movie, not because of my knowledge of Oscar Wilde. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Uh, right, Peeper, Neil. 60. He's a Ooh. quiet one, but he likes to look, um, <laughs> I've been told. So he's the one that will stand in the background and uh, or literally lurk in the background and have a good old up and down and look around. Um, 
So yeah, you need, you need to rephrase that. You need to have a have a good old up and down. Have a good old look and up up and down. Up and down. <laughs> but yeah, he's um yeah, he's a he's a quiet one. And I was always told the quiet ones are the ones you gotta watch. So uh yeah, sixty. Okay. Um I've gone twenty-five. And I th- I think that a normal person a normal person, but somebody that is just your average Joe would have a score of around 25. They're a little bit interested, you know, they like a little look at something, but they don't go over the top. So I've gone 25. Yeah. Uh, Doug. I'm, clo- I'm close to you on that. I, I went 30 um, because I thought he just, he doesn't have time to peep. He's too busy researching salamanders. <laughs> um Although if, if he ever you know saw somebody dressed as salamander, then he wouldn't take his eyes off them. But as mm. not a very common thing. Uh, well, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm saying. Is that his kink? Is that his kink? You know, like yeah, like aqua- the, uh, aquatic porn. Um, Kaylee and Slug <laughs> have the whole green sleeves thing. Going. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Rob's. I'm sure most people would agree. Rob's is probably uh, salamanders, or, or you know, a sexual partner dressed as any kind of reptile, really. And getting them to go blip, 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 with their tongue. Aquatic <laughs> porn. I love that, that phrase. Aquatic porn. Yeah. Or uh, amphibian. Are they amphibians? Amphi- blip, blip, blip. Just have that burning in your head, Doug. Just... Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> you see me at, at, at your live show, mate, in November, if you see me there looking quite, sat there looking quite uncomfortable, it's because I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> Conversation. You'll be <laughs> sat there. Your that, hair, right. your your hair will be white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it, it will. It will. Uh, dear, that'll be the thing. Now, I would love it if you just for that live show, you dyed your hair white, and I'd like shit myself when I saw you. Oh my god, what have I done to Doug? Yeah. Oh, god. well, I've, I've got to do it now. I'm yeah. like, this is on, on yeah. Spotify. This recording, there's no. <laughs> good that'd be uh, so good. Uh, not, not really, do you know what? It'd be easier to do that than find the bloody Swindon shirt. I've looked all over eBay. And, uh, oh, what for 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 Kerry's uh, Swindon shirt? Yeah, I just there, can't, yeah. Can't to find the um, any of the ones that she wears, like the Samsung mm. or the or the FIFA one. Um, so, but yeah, and yeah, that and so that was my fancy dress idea, and it's not going very well. So maybe I will have to have bleach, <laughs> bleach <laughs> and bring in a, a live salamander with you, or just get one of those like inflatable dinosaur suits and see if they do a salamander one. You know the I ones on yeah. have an inflatable dinosaur that I stole from Kendall Coyne a couple of years ago, so I'll just bring him along. Like, yeah, there you oh, go. There you pretend go. it's a salamander. Oh, a lot, and a, I, lot I, of, uh, a lot of spoilers coming out in this episode. Yeah, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on uh, nicking like um, inflatable dinosaurs, but I'm sure you'll be all right. I can. Oh, I can. Well, different, different rules. <laughs> yeah, different rules. It had be, been abandoned. So actually, no, I adopted a blow. Yeah. Ah, well, there you go. That's all right. Better phrasing, adopted. Indeed. Right I'm then. I'm going to go and adopt some stuff from the shop. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, random acts of kindness. Now, I've gone 21. Um, I don't think he's particularly kind because I think he's a bit of a loner. I don't think he's... He doesn't need to be kind to anybody. He goes and does his work, comes home. Um, I think he's a pretty boring guy, you know? I don't think he comes across many people. Um, so I've gone, I've gone quite low. I've gone twenty-one. So uh, Doug, um, well, see, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? Because based on what we know from Curtin, when he was younger, he absolutely loved life. 
Um, and I think he, he used to have way more on the match of kindness. But um, the, the, the Rob Robinson that we meet in the flesh at the garage, yeah, um, I've, I've, I've gone 30. I think his customer service is probably uh, mediocre. And um, I, I, yeah, I, just, I don't think he gets out enough, like you said, um, a little bit as well. I don't think he gets out enough to uh, have the opportunity to do any random acts of kindness. You know, he's not going to give someone a PlayStation when they've announced that theirs is broken on Facebook. And um, where, and I mean, and obviously, random acts of kindness is Kerry's thing. And when she brings that um, PlayStation round and when she does security for the vicar, her face, you know, just lights up her room. And I just don't think Rob's. Uh, can do that unfortunately mm. which, which goes back to all the trauma of being bullied relentlessly by Curtin so it's a it's a sad one but yeah I'm on, on your side I've gone a, a what did I say 15? 30 30 30 yeah okay alright Neil uh, exactly the same I've gone 10 though uh, I just think the man can't be bothered <laughs> or wouldn't be bothered and he's a loner and not interested in doing that Everything he'd want to do would be for himself. So, yes, a 10, a lowly 10. Whoa, that is low. That is low. Well, well where, 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 where is the uh, even the 10 from? Um, um, he might give his mum and dad a birthday card. <laughs> oh, he's, his mum and dad sound. Well, I think his mum, she used to drag him in by the scruff of his neck. Yeah. Um, so he's got no, he, he hasn't, you know, he's got no sort of give in him. It's been taken away from years of being ignored or bullied. So why would he give any sort of kindness to other people when he hasn't yeah. received it himself? Yeah. You think well, he's think kind to himself, though? We talked a lot about um, uh, how Curtin bullied him, but we know that Darren Lacey also called him Apollo 13. So he was, yeah. uh, you know, he, he, it wasn't just Curtin. No, it was uh, the butt of know, the joke, wasn't he? Curtin was... Curtin was Draco Malfoy, uh, Darren Lacey was Crab, and Kurt was Goyle, let's say. You know, they, mm. he's had a lot of uh, people take sides against him. And we, and we don't really know why. He just does a lot of... He's, he's just different, isn't he? You know, yeah. He's, he's a loner. Yeah. So is, can you remember anybody in, like, your classes at school that used to be somebody that everybody used to pick on? Yeah, Bob yeah. Bobinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to say me. <laughs> oh, were you? Know. Were you the one? Were you the a one? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Until I um, until I was the first person to have a house party, and then I was Mister Popular. Ah, right. <laughs> but yeah, no. With a uh, with a name like Doug, you get a lot of nicknames, and um, some some are more flattering than others. Like what? Uh, can, can, yeah. can you have you got the the mental fortitude oh. to go through some of those? Um, yeah, I, I really wish I hadn't brought this up. I'm going <laughs> to regret this, but oh, I'm off beer, so um, use it as counselling. Um, yeah. So we were writing pirate stories when we were about eight, and uh, my friend Benji wrote about all uh, of, of you know our friendship group, like six of us, and we all had nicknames. And theirs, his was really boring, like you know, uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name, but I, I got Dougie Fudge, and it stuck for years. And uh, and I get Dougie Fresh as well, like the rapper. Okay. Uh, Diggle, Diglett. None of these are offensive. Though I'm sure they're all endearing, but at, at the time, it, I, I don't know. I just probably took it a bit too personally. I didn't leave schools or change my name to Salamander or anything there. So, what what was your yeah, favourite? Like, what was your favourite? Oh God, um, I think Diggle had a nice spring to it. Yeah, Diggle's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig was did you say Diglett as well? Diglett, <laughs> Diglett, yeah. Diglett is good. Yeah. I'm just making I a. Where it comes from is because it rhymes with Pigler or um, yeah, 
Never got to the bottom of that. Well, Doug, the deriva- a derivative of Doug is Dig, Diglet, Diggle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Digger. Did they call you Digger? Oh, someone must have done. I've, or I've Digby. Had, I've had Dougal. Dougal, yeah. Uh, Zebedee. I think there's there certain people who it, it got to the stage where it was just like the, the first letter and that was it. Um, you know, Big D. Sure, I had, yeah, Big D. I still get that to the day, of course. Um, <laughs> D's nuts. How, how, <laughs> guys, guys, how, how on earth, how in the name of Robert fucking Robinson have we got onto this? I don't know, <laughs> but I know what clip I'm going to put up for the uh, video. Uh, for the <laughs> And I've got a few of these names, so we'll go through them on the live show as well, just so that uh, everybody that sees you go, "Hey, Big D, hey, D's nuts." <laughs> oh no, it's 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 of course it's it's Quiz Doug now. That's, that's... Quiz Doug is there. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that you're known for, isn't it? But anyway, uh, that my my that's been my favourite thing about this whole uh, lockdown is the whole this country thing. So working doing this stuff with you guys and, and doing the quizzes, and then um, we do have another one in the pipeline. It's just a question of seeing which guest I can get. So I can't can't say anything now. Um, but yeah, there's there's something in the pipeline. Pro- pro- probably going to end up being roughly halfway between right now and, and your show. Which would be nice. Fabulous. Fabulous. Nice, nice, nice. Um, right, let's get on to Cock Womble. Um, Diggle, uh, give us your... <laughs> give, give us your score. Well, so again, um, I, I feel quite sorry for him. So even though he probably is a bit of a Cock Womble, um, I've, I've gone with 65. Uh, my gut, gut reaction was much, much higher. Um, I, his, I don't, I don't know if you've ever worked in a garage or a pub or retail, or whatever, but uh, his brushing technique is poor. Right. Um, and, you know, quite literally, it's like, you know, Rob, you, you had one job, maybe two jobs, you know, serve your customers, do your sweeping properly. And, um, it, I mean, maybe maybe it's just the quality of the broom just isn't, isn't up to scratch. I think Curtin asks a perfectly good question question what kind of broom is it but uh yeah i've seen him doing that uh he does obviously let himself down a little bit in, in, in curtain stories what um what what have we not mentioned yet um he, he, i used to chew his jumper up didn't he that i've got a real pet hate of that uh used to just chew, chew it to threads and uh, also calling yourself salamander on facebook i mean you know i'm, mm. I'm sure curtain and darren and the gang were pretty out of order but you, you don't do that Come no on. No, no, no. What, what is it? I, I, sorry, it's the last time I bring it up. What is it? Um, in in between us, I think there's a line that Will says. I can't remember what it is, but the boys just say, you know, you don't help yourself, mate. <laughs> you know, we're, sorry, we're, we're we're sorry that you're having this shit bullied out of you, but come on, like, play the <laughs> yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Room. yeah. He definitely doesn't. I think his whole action of his sweeping is that he doesn't want to be doing it. So he's like, he's he's doing the action of sweeping without actually sweeping. Just so, if the boss is looking, it looks like he's doing something. Yeah, but yeah, which, I, I would. Which I can get behind completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to look busy when the boss is around. Uh, Nelly, what? Uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what's your Nelly. score? I've gone forty-five because okay. I think you know he he will be a bit of a cock womble just because of the circumstance that led him there. Um, I don't think he's an out and out cock womble. He's not going to go out and be a cock womble. It's just his actions of how he is and how reserved he is and life is all about the salamanders that would cause him to be a cockwomble to somebody. So that somebody might speak to him, 
i.e. Curtin finding him and him just really ignoring or blanking what they're saying. So, yeah, 45. Okay. Well, I've gone 56. So another sort of arbitrary number. It's basically the same. I think he's got, he's got a, he can be a cockwomble. He's got cockwombledness in him, um, but he's not a major cockwomble. He's definitely not anywhere near Shaz. No one's <laughs> no one's anywhere near Shaz. No. Um, but yeah, I just think he's a a roundabout cockwomble. Um, right onto the a roundabout final... cockwomble, a ra- isn't that in Swindon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. Okay, uh having a laugh then, uh Nolly uh, Noll. Nolly Noll. I'm just trying to think of new nicknames for you, mate. So Oh god, I've created a monster. You have, yes. You have. Right, so come on then, Milky Bar Kids. Right. Give us your give us your... Do you just call me Milky Milky? <laughs> Milky Bar Kid, I said. Oh, I thought you went come on Milky Milky. <laughs> milky Milky. Um well I've gone smack down the middle for having a laugh. Because I think he What's won't that? be having a laugh with 50. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, smack down the middle. <laughs> um, I don't think he's having a laugh with other people at all. Um, you know, he's... Um, well, he's not engaging like that, is he? He's he's, a, he's almost a recluse, let's be honest. He, almost. He on his, uh, almost. But it, when he's having a laugh uh, himself, he thinks he's having a laugh, is when he puts his name as Salamander on Facebook and thinks that's funny because of his interest. So... I've done it as 50 as having a laugh in his own mind rather than with other people. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've gone 12. I think (laughs) he's got just as much laugh in him as he's got a fight. I don't think he's uh, got a laugh in him at all. I really don't think he's built that way. Um, You don't even think he finds himself funny? Not particularly. No, I just think he's he's, he's a bit of a boring bastard, I think. Personally, that's what I think. Um, uh, Doug, yeah, he, he definitely is. Um, he's, it, it's a sad thing to talk about because he's the, it, you know, his um, lack of personality is, is a product of relentless bullying. But um, it's you know, it's just the way it pans out sometimes, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've gone there. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, pre- pretty much uh, said exactly what I was going to say. I guess. Um, and and with with and yeah, he does change his name to Salamander. But I wonder, going back to my um, backstory, I think um, that's like a, you know, an important message that he wants to get across. You know, it's, it's Salamander awareness. He's just getting the name out there because they're not they're not a very well, you know, known and talked about species. Um, mm. So I wonder if his reason for changing his name to Salamander is is less humorous. Um, I mean, I, again, I used to do that on Facebook. I was because I'm a Newcastle fan, unfortunately. So I was. Um, Doug Kevin Nolan Simpson, Doug Sissoko Simpson for about a week, and then I decided he was shit and changed my name back. I see why <laughs> people do it. It doesn't happen as much anymore. People do it uh, for humour, but yeah, I, I don't even know if he was having a laugh then. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we, we've all given it. What did you give him, Neil? I said, well, it, it's down the middle at fifty because he's oh, having right, a yeah. laugh in his own mind. Yeah, if we um, were to, if we were to gauge it of having a laugh with other people, then it would probably I'd give him a big fat one. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. It's only because yeah. in his own mind he thinks he's being funny. Yeah. You know, when he's watching <laughs> aquatic porn and sharing that. <laughs> no, 50 is nice. Glass, glass is half full. Well, yeah. you know, right. So we've got his final scores. Uh, well, final scores for the episode, anyway. And they go uh, like this. Got range, 34. Peeper, 38. Random acts of kindness, 20. 
Cockwomble 55, Having a Laugh 26. Um, so a pretty low scoring um, card, isn't it? Card there. It'll be interesting what the listeners think. Um, and so it is over to you now, listeners, to uh, send in your scores uh, and your backstories as well, if you want to. Neil, can you tell everybody how they go about doing that? Absolutely. You can uh, submit your scores on any of our social media sites under This Country Pod. Uh, while you're at it, if you haven't already done so, please do give us a like and a follow. Or you can email your stories or scores to us at WTFThisCountry at Hotmail.com. That's right. Um, you can also come and be a Patreon peeper, uh, just as Doug is. God bless him. Um, uh, you get loads of different rewards. We have our weekly Zoom um, get-together that Neil hosts, which is very good. And that will continue when we finish the podcast. We will still be doing the weekly get-togethers uh, where, we, where every month we do a prize draw giveaway for anybody that is a Patreon peeper, whether you're a £1 or a £5 um tier member uh and we've got some fantastic prizes um given to us uh courtesy of posterity.com the link is in the show notes if you want to have a look they do this amazing minimalist art uh, they do all three seasons of this country um other tv movies music any pop culture kind of stuff it's amazing stuff i've got loads of their artwork up in my bedroom and all the star wars stuff uh it's really fantastic so their link is in the show notes um what else neil oh the live show obviously yep. uh tickets uh the link is in the show notes tickets are nearly sold out we're nearly there we're nearly there with what five months still to go so um yeah so grab your tickets while you can uh, and come and give the podcast a rating and a review on apple podcasts uh see if we can go up the charts before we finish the regular podcast we'll go at the peruvian charts well i mean we're 60 neil i mean we really need to go any higher than that in i Peru. think so i want to be in the top 10 i mean once they once the peruvians start listening to this they might tell us that they got salamanders there and rob mm. robinson could go there or well, we could go <laughs> well, we could all go yeah, we could all go. yeah. yeah. a field I trip i don't know has anybody been to peru before not recently is it a sort of place you'd like to go I think so. It's got jungles, hasn't it? And uh, isn't that where um, the um, famous ruin, the Machu Picchu, whatever it is, is there? Oh, I don't know. You're isn't that Peru? I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd uh, like to go and visit that. I, I just want to. You touched on it. I want to see where Paddington came from as well. Mm, yeah, Pavel show you that. That's where he caught him. That was in darkest, darkest Peru, wasn't it? Yeah. So we'll we'll sort it out. That'll be the next uh, WTAF tour. <laughs> In Peru. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that. Imagine if we had a gig in Peru. That would be amazing. That would, wouldn't it? It would. Anyway. If you, if you go out there, you've got to record an episode there. Just you'd, you'd have to, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wait for them to get off the uh, amber list or whatever they're on, the red or amber list. Um, anyway, that's it. Um, Diglett, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you, Diggory. <laughs> oh dear uh yeah no guys thanks for having me um like uh your uh Samantha, i think it was who mentioned the letter earlier said uh she was late to the party and and so was i indeed uh we, we only did as zoom what um you know a few, few months ago it uh, was indeed it's been fantastic i'll be at a live show and again yeah on, on my part thank you so much for your podcast um it's it's been a real uh game changer in in recent dark and sad times 
and, oh, and also like I've, I've sort of mentioned it uh, before but um, I don't think to our listeners it's, it's a very important thing for this country fans to have uh, because we, we had so much time in lockdowns and things where we're wrestling with our own mental health where we rather than discover something new you need to discover uh, you need to rewatch your comfort series if that is this country what better way to enjoy it than with what you guys do just explore every last inch of it um, and it, it brings that little community together. So, yeah, you should be really proud of yourselves. And um, I'll I'll stop there because I can yeah. see <laughs> it's going. The, the bottom board. lip is quivering. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, bless yeah. you. Thank that you very is, much for those words. That's really yeah. fine. And they weren't our words. They were the words of Dougie Fudge, Dougie ladies Fudge. and gentlemen. <laughs> I can only apologise, Doug. <laughs> I can no, help it's, it. It's me, it's me and Paul. <laughs> it's, You'll be led in bed tonight going, why the fuck did I say that? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, but that's very sweet of you, mate. Like, thank you so much. And again, you're one of those ones that if we could only clone you a hundred thousand times, we could take over the world. So uh, um, oh, thank God. you. that. Thank you for that. Um, thank you, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you, Dougie. Uh, thank you, Dougie, Bye, once mate. again. Thank you very much, everybody else. Go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow? This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.